Oh, okay. Tasha has a tune. Oh, it's fourteen ninety nine, and that's McDonald's, wasn't it? Yes. Anyway, this week, CrossFit versus weightlifting versus powerlifting. I'm the CrossFitter. Yeah. Tash is the weightlifter, and Ben is uh, the ex powerlifter. Kind of the powerlifter. <laughs> I could say X CrossFit because I've just not yeah, trained. Kind of, not really. Yeah, I done I done the Tom Moore workout on Wednesday, and my legs are still painful as hell. Oh yeah, I beat my time somehow, yeah. but my legs are just—I haven't been able to walk for days. Have to cry. Original. <laughs> yeah, crush me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, get me on the bike again. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> So we all stemmed from CrossFit, which I think is the, the best term yeah. is that what CrossFit's done for a lot of different places is for different sports is incredible. Um, mm, absolutely. Speaking, before Tash starts to just rip it apart for some reason. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't know really where to start with it, but obviously I've dabbled in powerlifting training when I was in a commercial gym. I've obviously coached you through powerlifting. I've kind of helped Tash yeah. through some weightlifting and some CrossFit stuff. And then Tasha's now got her own coach. Um, I think nice. the biggest takeaway straight away is if you're looking to dabble in each of these, CrossFit's the easiest one to dabble in, but if you're looking to dabble in weightlifting or powerlifting, don't go to your CrossFit coach. Interesting. Unless they're me. Uh, <laughs> and I've got like... They're called Liam Smith. For weightlifting, I wouldn't like... I could coach a beginner. And I, I've always said this as like, other weightlifting coaches going, oh, why are you trying to coach people how to do this? Like... I can coach a beginner really well and mm. get them to a set standard. But then, yes, you will need to then go to an actual weightlifting coach. But I've now got Tash. I don't need to do that. They just go straight to her. Um, but with powerlifting, I've got, what, two years experience with you. I had a good year with Gareth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can blow my own trumpet with this. The, the strength gains and the programming that we've done over those two years or a year was just outstanding. Pretty fantastic, yeah. You know, so unless they've got an other background, because most CrossFit coaches, I think they've got a niche in some other little area. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're a coach listening to this, if you have a niche that you want to attack, attack it full on. Don't look at gymnastics and weightlifting and powerlifting all at the same time. Just attack one full on and it'll be amazing for mm. you. Um, yeah. That's what I think the best advice for a coach is. But Fair point. I think from CrossFit into weightlifting or powerlifting is really, really, they, they literally are two totally different of the main lifting worlds, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. I think there's definitely a lot of like crossover between the three as, as much as they are like kind of their, their own individual thing. And I think that the more like exposure there's been, especially online, um, social media and stuff, I think the more there's been a bit more of a, we can see the, positives in all three rather than it being like i'm just a weightlifter crossfit sucks powerlifting sucks we're kind of seeing that there's kind of benefits to potentially all three you know? yeah yeah I, I think you do get a lot of back chat i think the memes where there's like the hangover of me yeah where there's four different people walking down a street and you can see this is the crossfitter this is the weightlifter this is the powerlifter <laughs> yeah right. like there's a yeah. lot of that which is quite funny um, <laughs> so what's the main differences Ben, what's powerlifting? Okay, so powerlifting is a sport, and the sport is your uh, maximal one rep max, one rep max of a back squat, 
bench press and deadlift and it's either the sumo or a conventional deadlift i know in crossfit it's probably a lot more common to see like a conventional deadlift when there are deadlifts i don't really see sumo that much but as a sport that's pretty much it from <laughs> the way that i kind of see it don't forget it's, the low bar and high bar Low bar back squat. Fair enough. Yes, true. As as much again that you again, there's not necessarily a rule as to whether you should low bar or high bar. You do have, um, I, the the ultimate goal with powerlifting is to lift the most amount of weight you possibly can do under, um, the rules that are that have been applied. So, um, again, even things like depth. You know, I know with weightlifting depth in weightlifting is can be significantly different to what's valued as depth in powerlifting for a squat um but yeah i'd say obviously a very big difference is it's probably a lot more common to see a low bar back squat compared to a high bar back squat when you see the differences between crossfit um crossfit weightlifting and powerlifting cool uh tash what's weightlifting <laughs> Yeah, so much like Ben, it's the snatch and the clean and jerk for maximal um, one rep. Um, that's it. <laughs> they both they both based on total as well, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, both based on uh, body weight yeah. total, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, so it's weight categories. Weight categories. And the total. Yeah, we do have weight categories. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure about powerlifting, but weightlifting, you get a medal for your snatch, a medal for your clean and jerk at a higher standard, a medal for your snatch, medal for your clean and jerk, and then a medal for your total. Right. As well. That's right. Yeah. Is that is that an international level they do that? Yeah. 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 You, yeah. Yeah. Right. Interesting. That's, and you get three good. attempts and everything, both of you. Yep. Correct. Three, three white lights. Yeah. As well. Three white it's lights. All lights. Yeah. So it's, it's generally the same. Generally, the same yep. kind of comp setup. Yeah. Cool. Pretty much. But yeah. I think the main difference is um, it's a rising bar in weightlifting where it's not always in powerlifting. Right. Gotcha. I don't know in big comps in powerlifting if it is a rising bar. A rising bar. So, you know, in weightlifting where like it starts at 60 and then you'll take 65, but I won't go at 65 because I'm going at 72. But then Tash can take all three attempts between that. And she probably would, to be honest, between us. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> um, and then I won't need to go like I don't actually do a lift until my weight is done. Where some powerlifting meets I've seen is you could do 60, I could do 80, Tash could do 20. And it would just cycle around that you are the first lifter. I'm the second. She's the third. And the weight just keeps coming on and on. That's a, yeah, man. That's a good question, actually. I'm not 100% sure. I know that when I competed, I believe it was a rising bar. I think it, I believe it was like structured in terms of like this process lifting this, this process lifting this, etc. I think so I a rise, that. it's not necessarily always done. Um, higher standard of lifting is definitely a rising bar, but I think it's done because of ease. Yeah. so that the yeah. weights aren't always being changed they're only ever going to go up does make yeah. a lot of sense I think that's, yeah that's why yeah um, but yeah i don't think maybe like lower standards it's not so much of a importance they can they can do whatever they want yeah where to go with this next bit it could be grass yeah. well okay we, we all kind of know 
CrossFit is a multitude, multitude of all of them. Um, generally, when you see us squat or deadlift, it is conventional deadlift because it actually transfers to a lot more stuff with the Olympic lifting side of things, sumo high pulls, and obviously we deadlift more in workouts. We don't sumo deadlift mm. much. The only sumo thing we do is high pull. And you actually get taught that at your level one. The amount of high pulls I've done in my CrossFit time compared to conventional is ridiculously different. Uh, and then when we squat, we don't generally low bar. Uh, we always high bar because it transfers to yeah. Olympic lifting. Um, a lot of high yeah. bar rather than low bar. Um, yeah. I think the biggest Definitely. takeaway you can do, apart from bench, is that all Olympic lifters will do powerlifting because it's not not the term powerlifting, it's absolute strength in that side. Yeah. And that's what I think powerlifting is, where weightlifting is, isn't absolute strength. There's a lot more technique to it as well, but it is yeah. pure strength it's, at the same time. It's like strength speed. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Um, Yeah. Isn't it speed strength? There's actually, they kind of go either way. It depends. It's like... That's a a really great question. I I don't, I believe it's strength speed. I think think speed strength has to be, it's like different. Yeah. I'm going to have to double check that. Different different companies do say different things. (laughs) Some are like strength speed and some are speed strength. It sounds like strength speeds for me. Yeah. better you got a lot you got to lift a lot of weight really fast yeah yeah perfectly and yeah yeah pretty much yeah um so, so with crossfit it's kind of you do all of it um yeah with gymnastics <laughs> yeah you've got gymnastics and cardio output and stuff like that on top of it but with regards to looking yeah. at what crossfit is used powerlifting olympic lifting for mm-hmm. it's absolute strength training and we mm-hmm. do back squat front squat and um okay overhead press which isn't really excuse me a powerlifting thing bench press is 90 percent of the time we have benched mm-hmm. bench in crossfit as well um there are awards with it in there's hero awards with it in but then the olympic lifting side of things is quite big for um crossfitters in general i think it's i think it makes the bulk of our strength training is the olympic lifting mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I've, i do you know what? I, I find that really interesting actually now that like Obviously, like as as you mentioned, I've I've had kind of like a I'd started off with CrossFit, um, did a fair amount of Olympic weightlifting, and then shifting over to powerlifting and having just like a focus on what I'd personally say compared to like snatch clean and choke, are significantly more simple moves. It's a very like you know don't like need to focus too much on being super fast, super powerful, like extremely super mobile for like a powerlifting move like a back squat deadlift as much as it is important to have that it's not 100 essential it is kind of interesting like now that i see it and i see that like crossfit kind of views like cleans like clean and jerks alongside front squat back squat and things like that as like really prime primary strength movements you know i, I find that i find that kind of interesting because i think coming from that powerlifting background it's like that stuff's kind of pushed to one side a little bit so I don't know how much like in, in terms of your training, especially with you, Liam, like for CrossFit, in terms of direct weightlifting work compared to say what I would call strength work, like actual squats and deadlifts, like do you do more weightlifting in that sense? Um, I, I think when you look at an Olympic lifting program, you kind of look at where you are in the season, especially with Olympic lifting. So winter normally 
um, you go through some right, support okay. programs and like even though you do touch on the clean and jerk and snatch it'll be 60-70% for a couple of doubles or an EMOM potentially to create some stimulus but if you, you, you same with most of it you have your bulk focus and so when I was uh, sort of with you the bulk focus was really bench and the squat the deadlift mm. was kind of making ways really nicely so we only deadlifted twice a week but we did the others three times yeah. a week so it's kind of work on that I did a squat program. I did the hatchet program and like my legs felt stupidly strong. I didn't clean for three weeks and then hit my 90, 95% clean real easy. Yeah. Um, but my snatch kind of went downhill because it's, it's a rhythm kind of lift for me. That's a technical lift, isn't it? Snatch really yeah. easily and clean is a little bit difficult. So it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose with CrossFit is a very much a rhythm thing and it's real hard to program for it, especially in a class setting because I fully believe yeah. not everyone needs to learn how to snatch. Mm-mm. They don't. They generally don't. Agree. General yeah. do not need to learn how to snatch. We can use the overhead squat as a tool uh, for mobility work and stuff like that because it literally shows everything up. There is no hiding in an overhead squat. Um, yeah. But totally. Who, yeah. You know, uh, I think people who come into when I had the gym come in and we were doing snatching, we teach them how to snatch and move just for a bit of fun, uh, but not to like mm-hmm. lift. And then if it was a snatch in a workout, for instance, we would give them either a dumbbell to snatch instead, ground to overhead, playground to overhead um you know something like that instead to try and get that hip drive and shoulder burn Um, yeah absolutely because not they don't need to move snatch at uh, a high intensity they really don't that's just torn labor and shoulders gone to shit um yeah and a lot of people go well it's like no shut up like generally my eyes is no one needs to learn how to snatch like that all the time totally agree yeah i think put in Unless you're very confident, you're an elite athlete, uh, just along those kinds of lines, I think unless you're one of those in a wad, snatch has no place because your technique Mm. completely goes out the window. So then when you go back to focusing on your snatch, you inhabit the technique of your wad snatch. So it's all arms, no legs. Yeah, I'm getting the point. That's a great yeah. point unless if you've got a bad coach. Really good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if there's coaches out there that want to go programming, I'm going to blow the trumpet again. If you look at some of the athletes that we've had, and I say athletes, the guys who like to compete and stuff like that, Maguire is a great one. I think I posted up on the uh, Barbell Barnes page. If you look at him doing snatches right. at the end of a wad, he looks perfect every time. He moves forward a little bit on some. His movement is incredible because we programmed low hang snatches for doubles and triples mm. because you come back down you then got a dip, bow, go down into that squat position in the bottom position and come straight back out of it again. And it teaches you how to barbell cycle yeah. smoothly with that, especially it's, with squat snatching. Um, it's repeating the up and the down. Correct. Exactly the same. Yeah. Start gotcha. programming that. Let's say, well, not now because the open's coming up if you're doing the open, but after the open, you start getting that in along with your strengths different and you 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 make sure you've got two different stimulus so if you're snatching twice a week because you're like me that need to you do one that's like touch and goy kind of vibe like the low hang snatch and then you do one where it's like snatch doubles and you're focusing you're resting for a good 30 seconds between each rep as weightlifters do um not like powerlifters do which is five minutes between each rep and um, and that's that's kind of where i look at that with regards to programming for people for the snatch 
if they want to compete. If they, need to, if they want to compete, they need to learn how to snatch yes. and they need to learn how to touch and go. But I think it's where it comes down to movement efficiency. Mm. You know, yeah, use less energy, create okay. better force. You, you go for longer and you keep form for longer. But anyway. Yeah. I think one of the biggest differences between both of you, one of you is very supple and one of you is not very supple. <laughs> That's not... Uh, <laughs> wonder who that is <laughs> that's and if you don't know what supple is it's mobility one's very mobile one's not very mobile but the powerlift doesn't need to be you need to be rigid don't you you need to be more rigid that that's actually really i mean mate yeah you need really to good have point. that i think it's a really interesting point to have that stiffness to control Rig- your descent rigidity is very critical where, yeah because you don't you go to parallel just, just below. Just below. An inch below. <laughs> Your hips are like literally. You need a magnifying it's just, glass. It's, I, I like to see it as it's like it's just a bit more liberal, you know. It's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> you need yeah, to have that um, tension in your body. Yeah. Definitely. I, I think actually, I think for me, that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned from powerlifting, and I think it just helps so much with. Um, strength gains and it's something that i'd really encourage for anyone who's like doing crossfit right now or doing doing weightlifting is powerlifters to their credit value core stability sometimes more than leg strength mm-hmm. you know and they, they value the fact i think i heard recently that dave tate called uh, I, was, I was watching a, a video of his the other day and he, he called um the back squat a torso movement because he said like if i put you on a leg press you can leg press a like ton of weight yeah but if i put a bar on your back it's a pretty different different animal yeah you know so and um valuing the fact that for me like course stability definitely isn't is is a million miles away from doing crunches or doing hanging leg raises and things like that that stuff's cool you know it can have some some carry over some benefit but it's it's direct stabilization um that works the core as one whole unit um and allows for force to be transferred breathe and brace brace and breathe as soon as i thought that a gym i went to and started coaching at regularly and started teaching people that they're like oh my god this is like voodoo this is incredible like what i've never knew i could do this before and i was like and then they pr their squat like it's like absolutely dude i i mean a hundred percent a hundred percent i think that like for a lot of people if you're if you're kind of hitting a plateau right now with with any of your strength lifts I say go go all the way back, and and really and really focus on core stability. And could, yeah, if you've got a belt, I so I don't use a belt until I'm about 80 potentially more. But if yeah. I'm really struggling on my warm up sets, I put it on, but I don't put it straight on. I put it on slightly enough that if I breathe out really big from my stomach, I can feel the tension. You can feel it. Because yeah. if I'm not connecting well. I put the belt on loosely to then try and visually and feel me trying to expand my stomach and feel that Coke can, as I always use the analogy of. Um, yeah, totally. And then I take totally. it off on my next set and see if it's actually any better. Because um, that, that, I, I generally use the belt for that unless I'm up at 90-ish percents and getting real heavy. Because um, I know a lot of people say, ditch yeah. the belt, ditch the belt. But I think the belt's a great tool to not put on fully and tighten the fuck up and think about squeezing like a corset. But if you can use it to like push against and actually feel that physically i get that i get much more valuable from that than someone telling me what to do and just trying it if you know what i mean yeah 
yeah, I, sorry, I, think, man. I think a lot oh. of the fitness world is all about feel. And then if you can feel it correctly and know how it should feel, it's easier to try and repeat. That's a really good point. Yeah. Some Definitely. People, Cash is looking into the, the unknown. <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> it's difficult because... No, I'm not talking about how to use a belt. I'm talking about oh, no, the no, 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 feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I use it to try and get my mind connected to my stomach and actually using it. Because yeah, yeah. you can sit there on the floor, and I know Corn's done a video on this where you put your hand on your diet, like just below your diaphragm, and just yeah. your back, and you can feel the compression. But doing that's correct. Right. Doing that with a bar on your back, it's like exactly, I think Mike Tyson, like, you know, getting punched in the face. I can't remember what the term is, but, you know, it <laughs> big until I get punched in the face or something like that. Like that's kind of my version. You put a bar on my back and I'm like, oh shit, I can't, I'm not, I'm, I can't tense up correctly. No, it's yeah. Kind of- what I was going to say is as much as you need to feel it, you need to have a good coach that n- knows how to give you those pointers or the cue yeah. so that you're feeling it correctly. Did someone that's say- actually a very good point as well. Yeah. Did someone say an Instagram video potentially soon? <laughs> <laughs> I think that could be some content right there. Yeah. yeah. No, that's, that's definitely a very good point as well. Um, I think, yeah, I think need it as well. What? The core tension. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, cool. It's not just Always. for powerlifters. Yeah, I should. I I find it. I I find it interesting now. Like doing obviously a lot more powerlifting. Personally, like finding a lot more success with it as well with powerlifting and doing weightlifting and CrossFit that um, I think from, from this is purely from my perspective I think that like from, from doing like CrossFit and weightlifting the focus on mobility is like how deep can you squat it was like how 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 deep can you overhead squat under a set under a set weight and I think that the actual like direct focus of what core stability is was kind of like pushed to one side a little bit you know i think there was only really from powerlifting that i actually started really getting it if, if, that, if that makes sense um as, as much as i think again it is very very valuable for, for weightlifting especially yeah I, I think um weightlifting has said it perfectly isn't it it's like the top end weightlifters can turn on and off their muscles that they need to use in a blink of an eye yeah, perfectly that's really that's true that weightlifters need yeah. to learn is you need good core stability for the deadlift through the pool and then as yeah. soon as you jump and you're going to and, and you're in between getting under the bar Extension. you're relaxed because you need to have a otherwise you're never going to yeah. drop and then as soon as you're about to catch the bar you need to be able yeah. to brace again to then get some reactive obviously reactive speed back out of the hole but then to squat which you need core stability so for weightlifting, it's different to powerlifting. You need to turn it on, lift, and then turn it off. Weightlifting, it's like yeah, on, that's off, a, on. That's a good. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, <coughs> definitely. Yeah. So it is a skill to learn, though it's hard. And think I, I, I would say. Do it. I, yeah. I, I can feel it. Yeah, I know. I know. I am. Um, I think as well, like people I've I've posted about it recently the people don't realize how important the core is like even from a non-fitness area like you need your core oh definitely 
it holds yeah. you up it's your posture it's your balance it's 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 your it's your middle of your body so without a core pe- people always say about oh i don't have abs it's n- it's not about your abs it's your core like yeah absolutely to keep your body up so like as we know like the older you get and the less and less you do that's why you see the little old ladies and the dear old men all hunched over <laughs> because they don't have that core stability. So their posture. De- definitely. Re- yeah. Regardless of what mobility they've got on their upper body, like in their shoulders and their thoracic, if their core's gone, they're hunched over. That's it. It's gone. Because, yeah, one thing I was going to use as an analogy is like imagine yourself standing there and you look at like a cartoon and you get rid of the stomach. Where's your head going to end up between your knees? Because the core is keeping you upright. Yeah. Right. So if you imagine yeah. you didn't have a core, your head would be between your knees, which is why the, the head starts to tilt forward and the back. And and this is why yeah. the core is so important. I do agree with Ben. Yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Um, yeah. So obviously we could go into core work, but we're not. We're going into <laughs> waiting to stuff. If you core work, go and see That would have been our whole thing. Yeah. Before, or check our Instagram out and go through that week. So I think I shared yours for last week, like that. Okay. which I don't know when this episode comes out. So it's currently the 14th of. Um, it's currently Valentine's Day actually for oh, us. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for Ben though. <laughs> He's back in no, time. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and what's so carryovers between the two? We've done core stiffness. Mm. Is there a carryover from weightlifting into powerlifting? Oh, man. Oh, man that's a really good question so the carryover well, like weightlifters always use the back squat um they use a clean deadlift but sometimes if they've really got a bad deadlift they will just do a deadlift cycle like a powerlifting cycle of squat right like the hatchet squat cycle is kind of a, a mix between you can do that for both you've done it i've done it i yeah. did it for olympic lifting standard but to be honest I, I did it because it was squat focused and i knew a byproduct of getting stronger legs and squatting more i'm gonna get better olympic lifting yeah definitely keep it but what's the yeah. carryover from weightlifting powerlifting so so this is if there's a weightlifter going into powerlifting or vice versa or there's a powerlifter that's like right i need to change something in my pro i need some different stimulus and adaption and they look at weight randomly and go okay those dudes yeah, are strong yeah. what can i take away from what weightlifters do for powerlifting yeah. i i have my thoughts um okay so you're the power it's kind of at you yeah okay (laughs) so weightlifter to powerlifter so you're weightlifter and you want to try powerlifting i'd say um carryovers benefits it's way easier firstly way less stress way less like high skill like high you know high level of, of skill needed for it um you're probably already very good at back squat anyway or any kind of squatting probably have very good mobility if you're a good weightlifter so the carryover will be really simple um so that's probably the first thing so you'd probably enjoy it quite a bit you know especially if you've had like maybe a tough uh like you've had a tough program it's been leading up to a competition you're a bit burnt out from weightlifting if you're like yeah i want to do like six to eight weeks of just like strict powerlifting you know just work on my strength get a little bit bigger get a little bit stronger cool there's yeah a definite definite benefit there for me I say secondly, time under tension. Um, and this is, I guess, probably more bodybuilding than strictly powerlifting. But I would say that 
Um, from from experience, I say obviously with weightlifting being so um, such a, a, a power sport in terms of like again like speed and strength, um, the eccentric portions of things aren't necessarily the number one priority. I'd say with powerlifting, there's probably a little bit more focus on um, eccentric control, especially for things like bench press, um, as well as, yeah, I guess, I guess maybe back squat as well, as much as not in, that important. From experience, I've seen it a lot more in powerlifting than I have in, in weightlifting. I'd say powerlifter to weightlifter, I'd say, I'd say one thing, challenge. I'd say, again, if you've been busting your ass with powerlifting and, you, again, you're kind of going through training, getting to a point where you want to take on weightlifting because it's just there's more skill that's required for it, definitely needs to be more flexible, mobile, um, have better coordination in general. So I think that just purely from a neuromuscular level, if you get better at a clean or a snatch, there's potential carryover there in just terms of movement and the quality of your movement, quality of your power. Um, yeah. So I, I say really that's, that's kind of how I see it. And I think that for a power lifter as well, bringing in direct um, power movements, even if it's things just like a power clean, if it's not necessarily a, di a direct full clean or, or clean and jerk um, could be, could have a lot of benefit Um within a powerlifting program whether it's like um just as an explosive movement in itself just yeah. to, to build explosive power so yeah that's, that's kind of how I see it. when i say football yeah. i mean american football the good football Dude, exactly like <laughs> the, the power things there are disgusting they're they're not pretty let's be honest Bro. But they're, oh my god they're strong. strong so Dude, like 17 yeah, 18 I, year olds cleaning like yeah. 130 for a power clean. i, I, I did see i saw a video i did see a video recently of a dude i think it was a college linebacker who could hang power clean 180 kilos for like three yeah and like i've i've i like i'm happy to say i'm friends with guys like owen boxall and those guys like europa weightlifting they're very very cool dudes they're really awesome amazing weightlifters but <laughs> for for like guy like Owen Boxer was a very very high level weightlifter. You know, Jeff, I think, right? Yeah, if, if, for, for him. Yeah, yeah, they, those the. I think I remember hearing. I think it was Max Ada from Juggernaut said that the people who rip on USA weightlifters. He said that if those American footballers, if he could pump like tens of millions of dollars into weightlifting and give it to these guys, it would be just like no contest. These guys would just like smoke the floor of anybody, you know. Yeah, you got to look so insanely strong. You're so, a linebacker ready to get a sort of like um, you're either going to go into a draft, obviously, or you're going to go to a next stage of college football because you can go further D1, D2, obviously. If you're in D2 and look to go D1 or potentially go straight into the NFL, how much millions you get. And a lot of these guys who are going oh, to college, God, yeah. like some people, like I saw a brilliant video earlier of the two guys, the coach stood, got this guy stood up. It's like, what time did you finish last night? Oh, I finished at like 11 a.m. It's like, what time is it now? It's like, well, it's, it's six, coach. It's like, so how much sleep did you get? Probably four hours, coach. It's like, cool. And I like looked at the rest of the team and went, you guys love this guy, right? It's like, yeah, fantastic. It's like, he's the only one here paying for his college because he has to work for it. So when you guys don't turn up, you know, that's fine. 
but you guys wow. don't up and he's working his ass off. That's why he's got a um, scholarship. And they're like, what? And he's like, what? I've got a scholarship. And that's where they all start cheering for him. But it's exactly that. Oh, very cool. He's got that scholarship, yeah. which is now paid for it. And now he's going off to, you know, potentially the NFL and that and get millions. Where if I went to him, dude, you could be a, like an Olympic weightlifter. Like you could go to the Olympics right now in four years time. Cool, sweet. But next year you're going to the NFL and earning millions. Or <laughs> yeah. you don't earn anything. You've oh got to work God, your ass yeah. off still. And in but four years time, you a gold medal. Yeah. It's a tough one. Which might not it be is really tough, yeah. Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. i think that's the issue with that is funding in sport but that's a total oh that's a whole different yeah, to, itself, like, again i think sheena would be great for that we've been in canada and we've actually spoken recently on a post that over here in the uk you don't see a running track around schools there is no running track in the grass we're in the states like they're flipping everywhere they have a lot more. oh my god dude absolutely yeah uh, so you know I, i'm yeah i wish i was in the states for sport um, yeah. it's more dog eat dog but yeah right I'm going back for weightlifters <laughs> that want to not necessarily get into powerlifting but like the carryover um, side of things yeah really good um, deadlift obviously they'll probably still have their form of their their clean deadlift so they're going to stick to that as opposed Very to true. yeah whatever um squatting obviously they're going to do higher bar um and they might switch that up with the front squat just because that's that's how they are um true bench yeah. weightlifters don't tend to bench too much so that might um that might be a bit of a challenge for them might be fun as well see where they get to um, yeah, so that's the weightlifting to powerlifting, but powerlifting to weightlifting, like Ben said, is going to be a real challenge. And the, the one thing I will say that's a two word is triple extension. That's what powerlifters will need to learn. <laughs> oh, big time. Yeah. Just don't have that jump. You White, white men don't jump kind of thing. <laughs> They'll need to learn how. Yeah, to. that's that is tough to learn, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's that's that would be the only difficulty. For I think the I, th I think They'll that and like rack mobility as well. Oh yeah, front front rack mobility. Yeah, yeah. and possibly actually overhead stability in the snatch position. Yeah, because your chest is very true as well. You're, you're very, very rounded. From chest the are so well built. Triceps are so well built as well. So I, I, yeah, can be. I think that's why actually weightlifters don't bench because it's very chest, whereas we don't need that. No, we um, need, but we do. Uh, yeah. And when we, we when we bench in CrossFit, we're very more like we're kind of not close, close grip, but we're I say close. close grip. I'm on the end of the knurling, yeah, yeah. on the middle of the bar. Clean like, grip. Yeah. Yeah, kind of clean, clean grip because it helps us with our press overhead anyway. Yeah. And I, I've done loads of work on this, but if you want a good shoulder like a good overhead you need a good chest and a lot of people have done that and i've pissed a lot of physios off in the past because they don't look at the chest when the back's screwed and they need to get a, a shoulder overhead mm -hmm. the chest is the prime supporter along with the back anything overhead mm -hmm. and if you have a weak chest man. I, I didn't really think about that that's a good point if yeah. you have a weak chest so I do a lot of flyers and benching to open up the pec minor which is like obviously you're on video you can see it just in here yeah you don't have this this here is just weak yeah, yeah, yeah. here and your back takes over and that's why it ends up going forward. So you need to do a lot more dumbbell flies 
deficit press-ups was the biggest catalyst for someone uh, at a gym I went to, which then he said it was CrossFit that gave him all the uh, the rehab back, which it was, and it was six months of programming with myself. Using <laughs> and, uh, to be honest, it was really hard. Um, he dislocated his shoulder out doing a lot of kipping pull-ups in a workout, um, and then it came down to it that we did quite a lot of overhead work and stuff like that. It was a lot of trial and error. Um, some errors, some stuff worked really well. Mentally, it was hard for him to get back into kipping because he didn't want his shoulders to pop out again. Bit of background, he did a lot of boxing and his shoulders used to pop out all the time. So oh, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Issue. it just hadn't happened for yeah. ages. Um, deficit press-ups changed the game. We've done a lot of deficit press-ups. And I'm not even joking, within about two or three sessions, he was overhead straight away. He's like, crap, this feels amazing. So that's where I've, I've kind of Thank gauged you. with that. Yeah, yeah. I think Olympic uh, weightlifters um, tend to substitute bench for accessories. More tricep, other, other more tricep strength work. Yeah. Tricep dominant work. Yeah. yeah, because that helps with like a lockout. Because a lockout, if you don't get a lockout and you end up rebending your arm in a lift, like especially a press or a snatch, it's a no lift. So you need unless to make you sure. Keep it there. Unless you keep it as fluid, like Sam Payne used to have flat shoulder like that. If you remember Sam Payne. Oh, yeah. There's a there's a French weightlifter. I remember that. There's a really good French weightlifter. I think he's like a like a 62 kilo dude. And he actually like he's he's like here. It's really interesting. And he has to tell them at the beginning like he has an issue with his elbow. Yeah. 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 One biggest thing, I think the powerlifter experience worse than the weightlifter moving over is ego. <laughs> oh damn. If you're a powerlifter, you are you are gonna be stronger than the weightlifter at absolute strength 90% of the time okay 90% of the time if you are transferring over let's say you've got a two-year weightlifter and a two-year powerlifter you're going to yeah. have someone like they're going to be stronger in the squat the pull the bench everything like that you're going to have to go to literally a bar or potentially tens like so 40 for men 35 for ladies if you've been that strong to get back into positions and learn time and learn that extension that's going to be the oh, hardest 100% yeah ego is getting hit from that because you're now no longer the strongest person or one of the strongest yeah and i I, yeah issue and if you really want to learn it think about why you're learning it if you're learning it to help with your powerlifting don't worry about the snatch just worry about the power clean or the squat clean um because that will help with triple extension obviously with strength speed speed strength whatever you want to call it and potentially your, your, you know, your type two fibers aren't actually that great. You need to fire some more up. And the, I think the best way is doing stuff like the triple extension work or the power clean. Yeah. But remember, you're not going to be the strongest person anymore uh, or one of yeah. the strongest collective in that gym. Um, I think that's going to be the biggest issue. And you're not going to move very nicely to begin with. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I say, I say from experience as well, like training at a barbell gym, um, because every, every now and then I'll, I'll see like powerlifters who do kind of jump into some like Olympic weightlifting and the trouble is you really stick out like a sore thumb because you're this big, you're this big, strong, like bulky dude. And you're like struggling with, I don't know, 30 kilos, 40 kilos snatch overhead without like bumping it down on the floor. Cause you don't have the, you know, you don't have the ability to be able to, you know, get into an overhead squat. Um, so yeah, I know I I hundred percent agree with that, man. I think yeah, definitely ego will be a big thing. Um, because it 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 will be you will be again. I think for me, I'd be I'd probably be the exact same way. I, I can't remember the last time I actually properly snatched, but it will be. <laughs> I reckon not you've, much you've right right now. <laughs> I, have. I have not snatched yeah. in three months. I reckon. Oh yeah. 
end of December, yeah. like sort of, well, no, when did we go into a lockdown? It was like the 16th, something like that, 17th of December, yeah. 20th. Yeah, so I reckon the 15th, yeah. whenever the last time on my Instagram, that was the last time I snatched. Really? Yeah, and I remember it because I was doing split jerk and then I managed to get back up to like a 90 split jerk with switching my feet. So that's when I last <laughs> snatched. Cool. I know that. Nice. So yeah, I reckon it's the 13th of December, 14th of December, something like that. <laughs> three months ago i snatched was the last time damn dude um how long you got you good or you... i know it's date night yeah cool that's fine yeah man I don't know how long we've gone i got for. i got chilies on the on the that's on fine. the counter man that's fine i think it's been going about hopefully it's been going for 56 58 minutes because that's what all of them have been done but nice. that's really cool yeah. uh, biggest takeaway if you're going from if you weightlifting you're going to use absolute strength, so don't worry about dabbling to powerlifting, but you make sure you focus on obviously your mobility, technical side of things, and the strength will come. I think Tash is a great advocate for that. She's had no strength training before. We did a absolute strength phase where we did bench and pressing overhead and that. And it, that was it, way before I did weightlifting, though. You, were quite, you wanted to get into weightlifting yeah. then, and we actually PR'd all your clean and snatch by not doing snatch and clean um, and just squat. Oh. If you're going into weightlifting, into squat it and into powerlifting, get ready to not be as mobile because you don't need to go all the way down into the bottom of the squat. Because actually, if you do, it's wasted time on the tension, I suppose. Um, and you need that stiffness. Uh, yeah. Whatever way you go, remember your ego is going to get hit because if you're the strongest weightlifter in the room and you're going to go to a powerlifting gym, you're not going to be strong. Um, and if you're a powerlifter, you're going to be very strong if there's a squat day. But when it's clean and snatch day, you need to be make sure you know you're there for a reason. And if you're yeah. a crossfitter, get a good strength cycle in you by squatting and deadlifting and then transfer over to Olympic lifting. Once a year, yeah. squat cycle. You don't need to do any more. You, you generally do a real hard squat cycle once a year and then just tap into it here and there. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I think totally, so. man. Depending on how serious you are as well, coach. Yeah, so your CrossFit coach could help you between a bit of both, especially back squat and deadlift and stuff like that. But if you're you're kind of serious and you, if your coach has got a good background in some strength and he's got the clients that have done it, um, or like especially lifting, weightlifting or Olympic lifting, go and find a specialist and go and lift with them. Like there is nothing going to lift with a barbell club, like a Olympic weightlifting club and having the tunes on the sharing bars, which I don't know if we can do anymore um, and stuff like that. It is so cool. Um, <laughs> And a powerlifting day is so laid back and so cool. Like the days I had with Gareth in the gym with just literally some music, just whack some weights on, chat, get some squats in, totally. help each other. Like yeah. it's a big bro sesh, I suppose. Our females get the same kind of vibe. Um, yeah. Really, like there's, I don't think there's anything better than a big squat session. <laughs> like a good squat session. Agreed. I don't think there's anything much better than a good squat session. Big Fridays. Absolutely. Big Fridays, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah i think that's a good good segue a good takeaway nice. um if you want to do more on powerlifting speak to me or ben if you want to do more weightlifting speak to tash um corn we've missed you this week but happy anniversary i hope you enjoy the hangover um sweet <laughs> out there's no out tune is All there right. <laughs> <laughs> i'm loving it no.